Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining me. Well, it's Evolution in Controls Part 2 of our three-part conveyor series. Conveyors have grown in complexity as technology has advanced to include sensors, transducers, and even AI. Designing these systems has become a field for specialists, and the conceptual engineering process becomes more important than ever. In part one, we talked about system constraints, design specifications, and components. In this episode, we are going to talk about our collaborative work with customers as they develop the overall system design. Joining us will be Kevin Curtis, Windsor Branch Manager for Morell Group, and Tom Rinke, Manager of Morell's Motioneer Group. Guys, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Tim. Thanks. You bet. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to start talking about what this collaborative design process looks like from a customer's perspective. So Kevin, walk me through it. Pretend I'm a customer. What's the first step? Typically, if, if uh, a customer has an, has an issue uh, with either production uh, or just wanting to add a offline off conveyor system, um, I will go in, basically get lost pet information, which is how heavy the product is, the space they're, they're looking at, maybe the environment. Um, obviously, cost is an issue with some of the customers. What's lost ped? That's a new term. So that's basically load, uh, load orientation, uh, speed, um, positioning, and timing. Yep. Sorry. Um, so if the customer reaches out, he's obviously got a concern, right? So we'll go in there, look at the space that they have, the environment, and so on. Um, I take all that information. I gather as much information as I possibly can, and I go back to Tom's group. Okay. So, Tom, you take it over at that point, right? Right, right. We, we take the request in from... And you cut the sales guy out. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we do. Um, no. <laughs> we we, uh, we log the request, and then I, I assign somebody on our team to be a lead, and that's kind of where the collaboration starts. Um, we take the information that, that Kevin's gathered, kind of start to take a look at it, and, uh, and formulate any questions and... Um, you know, really find out where the gaps are in, in our understanding of what the, the um, conveyor that we're trying to put together. Are you looking for different information than what Kevin is gathering? Not necessarily. Um, it may be uh, an extension of what Kevin's already gathered. Um, you know, it might be more detail on, on the operation itself. Uh, it might be um, questions about something that they've, they've put out, uh, but we're trying to really... Uh, basically put it into more of a standard product. So we, we've had applications where, you know, they, they come in, they say, hey, we need a, a 1,200 millimeter pallet. And it might be outside of what our normal product offering is. So we really try and understand the process so that we can, can try and steer it back to those, uh, those more standard product lines. So you're looking at technical information about the design. Kevin, when you gather information from the customer, are you talking to them about commercial issues or strategic issues? No, I'm talking about the product that they want to move. Okay. But again, it's very raw data, right? Sometimes the customer doesn't even know the size of the conveyor that they're looking for. They know what they want to move, but they're not really sure how fast they want to move it or how many they want to move at one time. Um, there's all kinds of different variations of, of conveyors. Um, so my data is raw. I go back to Tom, Tom kind of breaks down the raw data, data and then we do go back to the customer. Do you find that as you're in this information gathering process, are you having to go back to the customer and tell them that what they want is not conceivable or get them to further refine what they're asking for? 
Um, sometimes it's more of a refinement process. Uh, and again, we really look at the operation. Um, you know, we, we may have questions on the plant layout, uh, how flexible the plant layout is. Um, we might have to have a better understanding on the operations itself, whether they're manual, uh, whether there might be some other robotics involved. So it, it's, it's kind of this, this back and forth. And, and sometimes there's a lot of data uh, that, that, that might have been collected in the beginning. Um, and sometimes it's just basically like Kevin said, it's, it's, a, it's a concept, hey, I want to take this and I want to move it like this. So there's, there's a little bit more um, freedom for us to come up with a solution, if you will. Uh, and in some cases, they've done a lot of homework and they have a lot of detail and they have a lot of constraints already kind of laid out for us. Do you find that you have to go to the customer and tell them that their expectations are off base or maybe too high or maybe they need to broaden what they're asking for? You smile. Absolutely. You smile. <laughs> I, just, I just had the scenario where the customer was hoping to you know, have a certain size conveyor because he wanted to have a certain number of the product sitting there waiting to move down the production line. And the space that he had, it was not going to fit. Ten pounds in a five-pound can. Exactly. Or wait a minute, you're Canadian. What's that in kilograms? <laughs> yes, too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So tell me a little bit about the process. And so you've gathered the information. Yep. Maybe you've gone back to the customer to clarify what they've told you or, or what they're expecting. What's your process? You're, you've now got to do some design work. Right, right. So, so we utilize a lot of different tools. Um, you know, it could be uh, just a, a basic layout of the system. Uh, it could be some conceptual models. It might be um, we utilize some of our, our vendor-provided software, uh, Rexroth. Uh, we use MT Pro, which is kind of a system modeling. Uh, it gives you a lot of detail on all the bits and pieces that are encompassed in the, in the conveyor model. So we, we put that together and then kind of step back and take a look at it and say, hey, what else do we need to add to this? What else does the customer uh, need to see or want to see in the system? Um, and then we, we try and you know, basically zoom in on those areas and, and highlight um, the things that are, I guess, the details that you don't always see when you kind of step back and look at a conveyor. You know, we'll, we'll talk about lift and locates, we'll talk about lift and rotates, we'll talk about some of the sensor packages, some of the detail that kind of drills down so they, they can see all those bits and pieces and the whole concept. Is this dimensional? Are they talking about, hey, this lift and locate has to be at this precise dimension? T typically, uh, it is at that point of the, of the uh, process, it is um, to scale, um, nine times out of ten. So they can actually see how it fits. Um, we could throw that CAD model back over the fence to them and have them drop it into their mm -hmm. layouts. Um, yep. And then they can also, you know, sometimes they'll give us process uh, information and, and actual product information, and we kind of meld those things together so they can see how it, how it all fits. In part one, we talked about how the conveyor system can be an extension of an existing conveyor system that's already on place that may not be a Bosch Rexroth conveyor system. I would imagine dimensions become important at that point. Hey, this is located at a certain spot. Do you have to do you have to work with them to get the layout to fit what already exists? One hundred percent. So that's again goes back to Tom's comment, right? We're going to create this three D drawing. You're going to send that to the customer and see if it fits. Again, this is not going to be a, a one time discussion. This is going to be four, five, six times um, to try to make a if it fits, if it's doing the right thing, if it's if he's getting his money's worth, right? That's the thing. They want the conveyor for a reason. Is that is that the right reason? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So you talked about 
MT Pro, some modeling software. Mm -hmm. Is that calculations? Is that pretty pictures? Is that 3D? Does it create a bill of materials? Um, what kind of output do you get from this model? MT Pro in particular gives us a few things. Um, one, it gives us a pretty picture, a 3D model. Okay. Um, in a lot of cases, we'll take that model and take snapshots of it and put it in our proposal. Um, it also can export out you know, a generic 3D CAD model. Um, it also gives us a bill of material that we can actually quote from. So we kind of comb through that after, after we've generated the model and just make sure you know, everything is correct. Um, we didn't miss anything. There's any questions. Um, there's always the ancillary systems that go along with, uh, you know, with a conveyor. It could be a lube system. Could be uh, air prep. Could be a lot of different things. So, you know, MT Pro kind of stops short of some of that, and then that's where our team picks back up and kind of combs over the project to make sure we've encompassed everything. That, that's an interesting point, Kevin. In part one, you talked about safety being a primary concern in the automotive industry for the yep. conveyors. Um, how do you work with the motioneers to make sure that we cover some of those concerns? Is that something that you're doing? Are you collaborating with the customer on that? A little bit of both, right? Okay. Again, we'll, we'll send the customer what Thomas Group has created with this 3D drawing. Again, it's kind of the customer's responsibility when it comes to safety. That's not something that falls on us. We're, we're asked to provide a conveyor system for mm -hmm. this operation. Do you make recommendations? Absolutely, there's recommendations for sure, pinch points and different things like that, right? But ultimately, you know, they're buying it, so ultimately they have to look at you know the safety of the system. But your goal is really to provide a system, not just con conveyor components. You're providing a system, and you mentioned lubrication. Would those be things that you would then add on to the? To the quotation prepared for the customer? 100% because I can tell you for sure the competitor does not do that. They'll put a quote together, they'll provide a BOM where uh, you know the motioneer group puts a complete system together so that when the customer receives it you know there's no this after the fact stuff right the customer doesn't have to buy loop systems or sensors or you know whatever right. You raised an interesting point you mentioned the competitor the services that we're offering, this collaborative design process, how is that an advantage for Morel as you work on supplying these conveyor systems? The biggest thing is um, we're taking ownership, we're providing a complete solution so that a month or two months or three down, three months down the road when the customer receives the components, we're confident that this, this item, this conveyor, when it ships and arrives at the plant, it's gonna work. We're not going to have, you know, three, four, five, six different warranty calls, right? Warranty calls are money. Are we doing this design process differently than our competitors? I think we are. Um, I think we take a little bit deeper dive than our competitors might. Um, and again, back to the tools that we use and, and the collaborative approach, you know, we, we really go over the details uh, to make sure that we didn't miss something, that we've we've asked all the questions um, of the customer and that they're very clear on what we're providing. You know, all these, these additional systems. Um, we have some customers that we talk to them, hey, did you consider a lube system? And they might come back and go, yeah, we do, and our plant specifies this, so leave that out. Um, but it's being clear about what they expect and what you're actually providing them. And we, I think, do a better job of that than most. Okay, so we've gone through, we've gotten the information, we've gone through the design process, we've done some back and forth with 3D models or dimensional uh, drawings. 
what are the deliverables that we actually give to the customer? Obviously, we have to quote them. What, what else are the deliverables? So along with the quote, or with the quote, we provide a, um, a 3D drawing okay. and a bill of material. Um, from there, obviously, we've kind of worked out the, the major details, but from there, it's, it's really now in the customer's hands. He's, if he's accepted the drawing based on his, his space, his, his requirements, then again, that's, then we move forward. Are there questions that the customer has about wanting to see it modeled, see it simulated in action, or maybe even real life? Are there things that we, Morell, or that Bosch Rexroth, our partner, can do? Yes, Bosch Rexroth has the tools that we can do. We Not only that, there's a ton of marketing information out there. There's a ton of sales information out there. And to be honest, if these customers are familiar with Rexroth conveyors, they've probably seen them in operation before. So the next step then, once we get the deliverables to the customer, then they're ready to, to do the order, and then there's a whole ordering process and a delivery process then after that. Okay. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll go to part three for to answer those, some, some of those questions. Um, I appreciate you guys being here. If you'd like to learn more about Morell Group's conveyor solutions, you can visit our website, morell-group.com slash conveyor-systems. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution and Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Tim Wilson, and keep moving.